<laughs> All right, well, I'm pretty sure y'all know what this is. This is gonna be Mortal Kombat losing lives once again. Um, Ryan, this was your pick. I'm pumped. Thanks for that, Ryan. I'm pretty yeah. sure you are pumped. I'm pumped. I hope you're pumped for the next movie. Not at all. <laughs> Which movie is that? <sighs> yeah, that movie. It's uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I think you're forgetting another movie. But what's the other movie? <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan lost the challenge. So uh... Which honestly was uh, a lot of um, teamwork between both brothers. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just say. I can see them whispering to each other. other. Whatever makes you feel better. You're still watching Legend of Chun Li. Oh, I'm still gonna watch it, (laughs) (laughs) but but I'm stating my case. Sure. Okay. But uh, so this is gonna be Mortal Kombat. So we're gonna open up with the trailer here, and then uh, you know the same formula. We'll get into a little bit about the game, and then we're gonna move forward into the movie. So here it goes. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That was way better yeah. than the movie. Yep. God, I'm even more pumped now. God, yeah, like I want to watch the like I forgot how bad the movie is because of that trailer was amazing. I feel like it would be a constant cycle of now we're gonna go watch the movie, be let down, and listen and to the And then watch the trailer again. and go like, oh okay, let's yeah, give it yeah, another yeah, shot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get it this time. We must have missed something. I recognize so, that voice though. It's like I can hear him say, watch Animaniacs on Saturday on Kids <laughs> WB. Um, what do you remember about the game, Ryan? What does your little memory bank of knowledge have about Mortal Kombat? Uh, I remember seeing it at the movie theater in the arcades. I'll talk about the game. Okay, the arcades. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember playing it at the arcades. And um, I spent a lot of quarters trying to play it. And... I realized it's one of many games that I guess I really couldn't play to myself. 
Yeah. Because it seems like every time I would get to the second person, mm-hmm. I'd always have a new challenger. Well, one of the big things uh, <clears throat> about this game, and it took the arcades by storm, is that um, the violence level of it. I mean, it, it piggybacked on Street Fighter. Um, in fact, I have a clip here with Ed Boon where he talks about where they kind of came up with this idea. Who is that? Ed Boon is the co-creator of Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. He was the game designer, and they had a guy, John... Tobias. Uh, uh, yeah, John Tobias. He was the art like the art director, I guess. He was the... So basically, um, Ed Boon... What art? Well, like <laughs> the art the design of all the characters shit. and the designs and stuff like that. So here, I have a little bit here. There was a game called Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter 2 came out, and, you know... At the time, the characters were huge on the screen. And we were talking about, you know, we have digitized graphics, their characters are so huge, but they're kind of like anime kind of drawn. Wouldn't, how cool would it be to do, you know, a game that had big digitized graphics? Because the bigger the images are for digitized graphics, the better they look, the more right. realistic they look, they're less pixelated. And so we, you know, we just kept that conversation going on while we were working on our games. And um, then we put a demo together with uh, uh, using using images from the movie Bloodsport, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, <laughs> and and everybody got excited about it. And that was kind of like the catalyst of uh, of of you know starting the first Mortal Kombat game. Sure I, I know you got. Yeah, that that was a really big thing. Pictography at the time, I've never seen it before. Yeah, <clears throat> so. It basically piggybacked off of Street Fighter, and from there it um, it kind of just blew up. They they took um, they took the route of doing a little more like violence in it. A and, little more. Yeah, a little more. They took a little, a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little tiny, little step <clears throat> over the fence. Yeah. So, but it. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the next, uh, I've got a clip here of him kind of talking a little more, and I think I just passed it up, because I don't have these, there you go, so this is another clip with him, now this interview came from um, IGN, they have uh, Unfiltered Podcast, where they kind of talk to different game developers or somebody in the industry, and so if you want to see that, you listen more to that episode, you can go over there, I'm not playing the whole episode, but i picked out a couple parts that I thought was interesting that pertain to what we're doing here. So they started basically off of Street Fighter. They kind of piggybacked off Street Fighter, but they made their combat like a little different. I mean, there's some similarities with, you know, the type of button inputs to do special moves and stuff like that. But this one kind of relied heavily on like uppercuts and stuff like and stuff and um and violence. But, yeah. So it uh <clears throat> Well, so and, I don't remember the moves being that difficult compared to Street Fighter. Yeah. So, all right. I, I seem to recall, and maybe I'm wrong, and I know Ryan played more than I did. So, like, Street Fighter, you, the, I recall, like, just the controls being a little more fluid. So, like, if, like, let's say Street Fighter, for example. I'm sorry, Ryan. You're good. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to, like, shoot a Hadouken, I would, like, slide my thumb from down over to forward and hit a uh, punch, whatever that is. Shoot a Hadouken. If I remember right, Mortal Kombat didn't work that way. You had to like tap down and then tap right and then hit. And I remember that gave me a lot. Like when I started playing, I, was like, I can't do any of these fucking like special moves because I'm not used to yeah, like not being able to like slide. Was a, was a thing. 
think with like, like uh, back forward. Like I think it's always been back, back, back forward. forward. I think yeah, there is some difference in the, like uh, Street Fighter is a little more uh, fluid with the special moves, and even now Mortal Kombat, the the button inputs and everything are very like They're if you very could, rigid for hardcore gamers. You could tell the difference. Personally though, I think it's just a preference. Like for me, I could do combos. And stuff like that on Mortal Kombat. Like, at least the recent ones I've been grinding on was, like, Mortal Kombat 10, 9, and then I've been playing the Injustice games. Which feels similar to Mortal Kombat, but there are some differences between the way these games fight. But, yeah, it is a little more rigid, and the inputs are different, but I think it's really just a preference. Oh, and, probably. Uh, I, and, you I know, just remember it turning me off to the series. Yeah, you know, actually talked about it later in that uh interview about possibly doing like a well what about a street fighter versus mortal Kombat? you know that would be the two biggest fighting game franchises yeah, going I, at I, it. i've heard that but talk the, for years yeah but the problem he was saying with it is like he would love to have that conversation if capcom wants to have it but he was saying like who does it because if street fighter does it then mortal Kombat fans are not going to really feel at home with that game. And vice versa, if Mortal Kombat does it, Street Fighter fans aren't going to feel at home with it. Now, they tried doing something like that with Tekken, but I believe they did Street Fighter versus Tekken, and they did a Street Fighter version came out. And they were supposed to do a Tekken version, and I never, it never, never, saw, it. never saw the day of light. Uh, but, so anyways, Mortal Kombat, when it came out in the 90s, it kind of took everything by storm. And it was like it floored everybody with just like the ninja stuff and the um, the violence and the way you just punish your uh, opponent after they're defeated with a fatality. And uh, that wasn't a whole lot of opponents. You know either. what's interesting is I heard that uh, I actually was reading this um, back in the '90s. It did so well in the arcades. They tried to make the ports over to Genesis and Nintendo, and actually it hurt Nintendo. Because Nintendo and Genesis both tried to do something to where they toned down the violence of it. But, like, Sega Genesis did it where, like, it was toned down, but you could enter a button combination and unlock all the violence. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. But so, yeah. like, it, no, nobody, like, it wasn't quote-unquote said, but, of course, people found out spread the word, and the Genesis version became much more popular where it even helped generate Genesis like sales and stuff yeah, like it, that. It was the closest thing you could have got to the arcade. Yeah, and Nintendo instead just was like, no, they cut out, I think the first, this is the first Mortal Kombat, they cut out like all the fatalities, and I think they cut out like some, oh, they turned the blood gray instead of red. So it looked like sweat. So our mom and dad made this one. Yeah. So it looked like it looked like sweat instead of blood. That's what they were trying to give the appearance of to tone it down. Well, Nintendo they learned. M- M- why, why didn't they just do the the uh, what was it? What's that Clay Fighters game? They just have like French fries and hamburgers yeah, and shit right. come flying so, out. So, <laughs> so, it was, so it was more like more morale combat. Yeah. There you go. So Nintendo. So when the Mortal Kombat two came out. Now, that was the big one that came up because they increased the roster. They really took time with this game to, to like, make it, like, it's, it was, like, the best one. And even still, like, even, like, three and, uh, and, and four, I think still number two is kind of recognized as one of the best, like, Mortal Kombat games. At least, especially for when it released at that time. And that's kind of what this 1995. movie, the Mortal Kombat movie, was kind of a little more took more of the inspiration off of like two than than as much as one and um 
And then Nintendo learned their lesson because they actually got a lot of bad feedback and everything from toning the violence down. So then when Mortal Kombat 2 came out and it came to Nintendo, they were like, okay, you keep all the violence, all the blood and stuff. Isn't that the one we played? I think a little bit, but I think what we ended up playing a lot more of was 3 Ultimate. Because what happened was they released Mortal Kombat 3, but it was like there was a lot of issues with it, I think, and they had some characters that they didn't bring back from 2. And there was a lot of people upset yeah, with yeah. that. So they had the three ultimate version. I think it was ultimate version. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. And that's that the does one, sound like that's what the one played, we yeah. played. And that one had put like all the characters back in that they did that they took out from uh, regular three. And, you know, plus the extra characters. And they, I think they even added some stuff with fatalities and stuff like that. And they, they just they just added a bunch of stuff. So all three ultimate was like, okay, that's the Mortal Kombat 3 that like was good. And then from there they were working on four, but then you got like I think the Sub Zero mythologies came. They they had dropped Mortal Kombat trilogy. Yeah. They had dropped that and I guess they were trying to do like little side stories. <laughs> With uh, with some of the characters, because one of the biggest characters was Sub Zero. Yeah. So they tried to do a Mortal Kombat mythology Sub Zero for N sixty four and PlayStation. Yeah. For for the graphics at the time with N sixty four, because I remember playing it for N sixty four. Yeah. That was the super shitty side scroller thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes, it was. Yeah. And um, they didn't have the technology for uh, live action video, so they just used text. So you just saw them being still. You saw the text at the bottom. Where PlayStation, you would actually get actual shitty FM, FMA cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> Full motion actors. Oh no, I know. I just I find it surprising that you get the same game for different consoles and you get those vastly different experiences. Yeah, you got a much different experience. Wow. Which honestly, uh, if I recommend for a good laugh. Uh, <laughs> Go watch all the cutscenes on YouTube of all the cutscenes for Mortal Kombat Mythologies for the PlayStation, and it's it's so unbearable. Yeah. So unbearable. Well, um, and, and, and they also, just to throw it out there, they also tried to drop... <clears throat> they wanted to do a uh, Mythologies Liu Kang, mm-hmm. but since Sub-Zero bombed, they, they decided to go in a different direction, and they went with Mortal Kombat Special Forces. With Jax. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that. I don't think much. Please, please don't go look. <laughs> let's just, let's, yeah, just, leave it at, let's yeah. just leave it at that. But it, it, did, it did, however, introduce the character Tremor for the first time. Yeah. And uh, I think after that is when you got to like four. And that was received okay, but not like that much until it went to... Um, what was the Mortal Kombat? Was it Deadly Alliance or was it... Uh... It was Deadly Alliance. The The only reason Mortal Kombat 4 didn't really get any good praise because they made the mistake on porting it for the arcade and then dropping it for the PlayStation right as they did it. Yeah. So there was really no reason to go spend quarters at an arcade port if yeah. you already have a PlayStation. Yeah. Well, I think uh, arcades were kind of slowly dying out close to that. Well, I guess they started slowly dying out when we started getting to online uh, gameplay and stuff. But anyways, that's, that's a different topic. But that's a little bit. I got one more clip I wanted to play. It's a little bit of what um, the game of Mortal Kombat and what this thing was based on. To just like on a recap, you know, it was a big fighting game. It had a lot of interesting characters. Uh, it caused a lot of ruckus in the 90s when oh, violence geez. on games, especially when the spotlight was shined on it by Doom. 
that um, that was another game that kind of came under fire by a lot of parents, and it really caught wind once it started coming to like Nintendo and stuff. When it was in the arcades, it really wasn't a thing. But once it started getting into Genesis and Nintendos and you know PlayStation and all that, like, people's homes, it getting into people's homes, it then became a big like, what the hell is this? So. Uh, but that's what made it famous, and it's been a theme for Mortal Kombat throughout. And uh, here's a little bit of like they have, Ed Boon was like when he realized they had something when they were developing the first Mortal Kombat. Um, there was one moment. There was a moment um, when, um, like I said, we were using images of Jean Claude Van Damme and piecing together something that was kind of really crude. And uh, but then. Um, we got, you know, some of John's friends, um, you know, knew, you know, wushu and karate and all that stuff like that. So, you know, we went to a costume store. We, we got a, you know, we were trying to make a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme game. Right. And so we got a, um, uh, we went to a costume store, got, you know, found pieces of costume that were, would look like Jean-Claude did in, um, <laughs> in Bloodsport. And, um, and we had um, one of John's friends came in and, you know, kicked and punched and did all these things for us. And one of the moves that we had was the, the uppercut. It was like, you know, you're ducking, oh, yeah. you hit the high punch, you, you, you know, screen shakes, you know, a guy flies up in the air and lands on the ground. And, you know, when we got that happening, I remember, like, just that stupid little, you know, uppercut and the guy landing and everybody, you know, and blood flew and all of a sudden, <laughs> that's when like people were like coming into my office and like, I heard about this uppercut, you gotta show me it. And I show it, you know, 10 guys in a row were, would come back doing that. And that's when we were kind of like, okay, something's, something cool is happening here. I think that. Yeah, and that's about it. But um, yeah, so that uppercut was definitely something. Like anytime you uppercut somebody, they just go flying in the air, blood comes flying out and it's just like, it's very satisfying, especially with the first one. The the fighting was just very simple mechanics with like quick, like a whole bunch of punches uh, in the that face. That was another thing I couldn't then, stand. Then like uppercut. It wasn't really as much of a combo system yeah, to it. Till yeah, later. man, based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll so, probably let on uppercut when I get home. So getting into here, we're uh, talk about the movie Mortal Kombat. Now, this movie came during like... I think it really hit the sweet spot right in the hype of Mortal Kombat. I think right at, like when 2 came out and it was like one of the best Mortal Kombat's uh, games. Yeah, well, they only had 1 and 2, but 2 really like knocked out the park as far as what it brought to the scene, as far as the game goes. So this movie... It, it dropped is, at the right time. And, and the thing about this movie is that it's still kind of seen and talked about in in some you know gaming circles is like one of the best video game movies that were like ever made or at least up there at least in the top five and uh re-watching this movie you kind of realize go ahead tim <laughs> go you almost said something go ahead this movie sucked yeah this movie <laughs> it doesn't hold up i'm gonna put it that way i think Looking at this movie, one thing they did do is I think they nailed the game pretty well as as far as like 
you get to see Sub-Zero and he's shooting ice balls and stuff and you see Scorpion and he's shooting his right. uh, his little animal creature thing that now in the games is kind of a spear now. It's, it's been a spear. Yeah. The entire time it's yeah. been a spear. So they, but the they did this like did animal, like lizard thing that shoots out of his... Yeah, animals. I remember thinking that was strange because yeah. I, I seem to recall it just being <clears throat> yeah. uh, uh, like a spearhead. Yeah, I, I'll give it rope. to them that they were trying to... They were not trying to put every single Mortal Kombat 2 character in the movie. No, and that was a good thing. They kind of focused on the main three, which was Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage. And, I mean, they got them right, too. Like, Johnny Cage, movie star actor. I think even the actor they got looked pretty decent for the part. I mean, he definitely knows Jean-Claude Van Damme, but, I mean, yeah, he Lyndon, was... Lyndon Ashby. Yeah, he, he's, he's had a couple uh, yeah. good parts. Um... Sonya Blade, she wasn't too bad either of an actress. She was from um, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. She was Bridget, a school teacher. Bridget Wilson. Yeah, she was a school. That was stripping for. Yes, like the, oh, yes, yes, that's, that's her. Mm-hmm. So and then um, Lou Kane. I'd rather watch that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather just watch her strip. <laughs> but uh, Lou Kane. Um, Robin Shue. Yeah, and he. Uh, th- those actors, I think, were they. They looked the part okay. There was a guy in my high school who looked a lot like Liu Kang. Yeah. And people used to call him Liu Kang. Yeah. And there was one day I hadn't seen him in a while. And, you know, I was asking a buddy of mine. I was like, what, whatever happened to Liu Kang? He said, oh, someone uh, kicked him in the pelvis and broke his pelvis. What? <laughs> wow. So much for Earth, mightiest warrior. Right. That's what, that's what I said. I was just like, he didn't. So much for bicycle kicks. What? Fatality. <laughs> someone kicked him in the dick and broke his pelvis. Fatality. Damn. <laughs> but, that's kind of what happened in Deadly Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just killed him in that one. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was the way they shook it up in that game, was like killing Liu Kang up front. And Who won like, four Mortal Kombat tournaments yeah. in a row. Well, this movie, get, getting back to this movie, this movie picks up where it's basically the... I think they did good by keeping the plot simple. A handful of people on a leaky boat are going to save the world. Exactly. Exactly, and that's basically it's damn Raiden, dude. <laughs> that's that's pretty Lord much Raiden. Yeah, that's the Highlander. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I got yeah. the little uh, the Lord Raiden or Raiden, like the laugh, his little uh, laugh. Oh yeah, freaking kills me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But um, so and they keep the plot simple, okay? These guys, they go. It's a tournament. They get on a raggedy boat, go to some mystical island. No, leaky boat. Yeah, the leaky boat. Go to a mystic island, and there they're in a tournament. And, like, slowly they find out that it's, like, not just the, oh, you beat them up and that's it. It's, like, no, you kill people, which I thought was interesting in one of the main scenes. It wasn't slow. Yeah, and the revelation did not have the impact that it should have had. No, this this is this is actually Johnny Cage's response for uh, the reaction that they just saw some guy go up against Sub Zero, get frozen, bust into pieces, and his head is by Shang Tsung's feet. And this is Johnny's reaction. Come to a little tournament, he said. Be good for the career, he said. Yeah, right. Lou. So, like, the, the reaction to it is just like, oh, it's just something that happens. Like, death, and, and I feel like this movie had to do Not that. even just death. A blue ninja 
froze a man in mid flying kick. Yeah. Yeah. No, th- this is this is this is the freak out, okay? This is the only freak out you get from them from seeing all this mystical shit. Got a guy with things coming out of his hand. We got another guy who freezes stuff. And then there's a man who, as far as I can tell, is made out of electricity. I mean, how did he disappear like that? What is going on here? Who is this guy? Let's just think this through. There is a rational explanation for this. He's Raiden, god of lightning and protector of the realm of Earth. Oh, great. Oh, there's your rational explanation. That's it. That's the explanation we get for everything. He's Raiden. Yep. And he's Sub-Zero. And he's Scorpion. Uh, I can't help but sit here and feel bad for that ninja. Sub Zero froze. <laughs> yeah, the dude who's like I guess spent his entire yeah, life, I, I, and they no, were like, "Here's your time all to shine." Those, all those ninjas, all those ninjas are ripped as fuck. Like they're in better shape than the heroes. Yeah. They're the same. <laughs> like all of them with the little red hoods on and no shirts on. They are like those muscles, are fucking beasts. Muscles on top of muscles. Like I want to pick those guys to protect me than like Liu Kang and Sonya right. Blade. Sonya Blade don't look like she's got a muscle on her Dude, body. That with Sonya Blade. That's that's the the cop chick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sonya. Okay. She's special forces. Her fight with Kano was absolute shit. That oh, was a laughable okay. debacle. It looked like the actress wanted to like film that herself with no like stunt doubles but she had zero training that's actually what happened because I, I researched it. Knew it i researched <laughs> it and she was the actress who was like i'm gonna do all my own it stunts. looks terrible i was telling seth about this what about a week ago i feel like when he got him in the room was like okay throw a punch throw a kick duck all right you are good for Movie. Look, I got, <laughs> I've got this. I thought it was great because the sound effects in this movie with people fighting is crazy. <laughs> Not just that. <laughs> the. And that music, though. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait till she gets kicked in the stomach. That's like. Is this when she's fighting Kano? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what talking about. Just the sound effects of that. The screen. There it goes. There it was. There it was. Baby. 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 Man, he was <laughs> this is this is another one. This is the first. This is like the opening first fight. And just the, the, the just the screams I, and the noises they make, like here. This is the Shang Tsung. This is like the dream Shang sequence. Brother. No, well, yeah, kind of. It's Shang Tsung beating up his brother. Yeah. Uh, Liu Kang's brother. Yeah, and then later he gets a telegram says, Brother dead. Oh, here you go. I was always pondering, did Chang fight in a tournament and got all the way to Shang Tsung and died, or he just decided to fight Chang? 
I don't know because you know yeah, I don't and, think they bother to explain that. But I mean, that's what he does for Sonya Blade because in this movie, it, it's even from the beginning, he tells Kano, "Get her, I want her on this thing." And then throughout the movie, it is like even he tells him later, like, "Hey, you're gonna fight Sonya Blade, but just rough her up a little bit. Do not kill her." Because you could tell Shang Tsung had it from the beginning that he wanted to fight Sonya Blade to ensure the tenth victory, so they could invade Earthworld. Because that's so, basically so, what's so on. Chang, so Chang would be the ninth victory. Yes, because that, that's basically the storyline of this movie. The storyline is that they have these tournaments. After ten tournaments, uh, winning, they can invade Outworld Earthrealm. can invade Earthrealm. Outworld is where all the crazy, like Goro and Shang Tsung and. Um, Shao Kahn, who's just mentioned in that scene to yeah, the very end of the movie. They, they already stormed and blitzkrieged Edenia, yeah. another realm, and they, they fused them. Yeah. So, so they set their sights on Earth realm. And the tournament was already made by the the Temple of Light, or the White Lotus Society, which is Liu Kang's temple. Yeah. They, uh, where their greatest warrior was Kung Lao. Yeah. And that they, was the dude with the hat. Okay. Yeah, in the games, a he's a yeah. dude with the hat, but, but like, he's, they don't... A, he's a descendant of that of that Kung Lao. Yeah, and they uh, they, they just kind of mentioned it, right? They they had a moral oh. combat tournament within their Shaolin Temple, and then they decided, well, we want to evade Earthrealm, but you. They went to the Elder Gods. They said you can't. But what if we participate in a Mortal Kombat tournament? Yeah. Like, okay, if you win ten consecutive times, you can evade Earthrealm. Yeah. So they just. Cheated by throwing Goro in to win all nine times. Yeah. So, <clears throat> which... And nobody thought to just punch him in the dick. Like Johnny Cage. Let's dance. Audio clip, but Goro sounds like the, the roaring sounds like so much of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze, where they had the, the turtle character and then they had Tokar and Razor. Yeah, Tokar. Same guy. That's what I thought. Frank Welker. That's what I thought. Frank Welker, he's known for, I know I talked about this in the uh, Super Mario Bros. podcast. Go and listen to it right now. Yeah. Well, um, after you've done this one. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah no, no, right no. now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know who to agree with. So yeah. but, uh, uh, Frank Welker, he is a very famous uh, voice actor, very known for playing the, Fred, the voice of uh, Fred from Scooby-Doo, he's also known for playing Ray Stance <laughs> nice. from the the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's played Megatron and Starscream from the Transformers movies and yeah. cartoon. Um, he also did do the voice of the Goombas on the Super Mario Brothers movies. So he's done a lot of work, and yes, he is the voice of Tokon Razor from uh, the Secret of the Ooze, and he did play the voice of Goro. Yeah, that's what I thought. It sounded like the Goro's screams and... I was like, this sounds familiar. And I was like, Ninja Turtles, the second movie, the dog creature, which was like Tokar? Or was that Razor? Um, which one was the dog? Which one was the turtle? I want to say Tokar was... Tokar the, was the dog? It was a dog. I want to say city. Tokar was the, the turtle and Razor was Razor. the... So it was Razor. Whatever one it is, it, they sounded similar. I picked it up and I was like, this sounds... 
San Francisco, yeah, I guess, I All guess right, so. Everybody out there listening, if I am wrong about what I just said, don't come correct me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to care. But um, so we have those three. Too bad Jax couldn't make it because he's just mentioned here. <laughs> 60 right. seconds to target. Jax is the perimeter secured. Lockdown tight. It better be I want Kano. Trust me, Sonya. I trust one person on this planet, Jax. You're talking to her. So his name is said twice. Right there, I decided that I hated this movie. All it took was that line. That's it. And I was like, oh, this movie blows. Like, right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm still baffled the fact that he's her commanding officer. Yeah. He's, well, I don't think... Different. See, okay, in the game, he is. In this movie, though, nothing's really like said. Yeah, no... She could be his commanding officer just for this movie's sake, and there's nothing because this is all his lines. I cut a clip of all his lines. This is all Jax's lines. Lockdown tight. Trust me, Sonya. What is that? Hold on, Sonya. Don't get on that thing. Hey, Sonya. Hey, Sonya. That's it. I timed it. That's like uh, three, <laughs> three seconds. Less than uh, what Final Fantasy VII Advent Children says, mother. <laughs> Way less. But um, so Jax is like nothing to do in this this movie other than just kind of. They shouldn't even mention it. I guess they were just trying to. Yeah, it was was just pointless. Name drop. Yeah, but, um, that was... and then the club scene where she's just opening fire in the club and everybody's just still dancing. I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was like, who, who's playing in the background? You, you couldn't even hear the bullets flying. Nobody's even getting hit by bullets. Everybody's mosh pitting. <laughs> yep. So, uh, that this movie, the 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 fight scenes, they're look, okay. Like they, the choreography's okay. They were. They were. But okay. you know what? But you know what was interesting, and I think we'll get into this a little bit later when we get into the facts of everything. But the um, the scorpion fight and the reptile fight were added after the movie was done. So the one where, where Johnny Cage fights. Well, scorpion. okay, the scorpion fight was in the original cut up until they go into the netherworld. Like the fight ended with Johnny Cage doing a, a shadow kick. Yeah, and then Scorpion was defeated. That was it. And uh, reptile Ooh, fight that, that didn't be, even happen. That right, so bad. So yeah. the original movie just had Johnny Cage in the forest. Yes, fighting him. Yes, dodging the spear. Yes, and then running and, and shadow, shadow kicking kicked him, and that would be it. There would be like no real fight between him and Scorpion. Oh, basically, see, I was hoping you would say that even that was added in afterwards because the way that that comes about in the movie, do you remember? It just kind of happens. It just fucking happens. Yeah, it's like just there's like no cut setup. In there. It was like, all right, Sonya kills Kano, and then here we are. Yeah, it was like, okay, competition is beginning. We're on the beach. We're fighting in these little like sand makeshift arenas, and it's I think Liu Kang fights someone, and then uh, Sonya fights Kano on the beach, and then it's just next scene, no transition, Johnny Cage in a forest. And then, oh, there's yeah. Scorpion. And I was like, what the fuck is Sub-Zero going on? Sub-Zero happens that way, too. We get this line. To win your next match, use the element which brings life. And then we get into Sub-Zero and Liu Kang's fight. Stupid. And, uh, and in that fight, um, thank God somebody dropped a bucket of water, which is the the thing that brings life. Bitch, just tell me Just, just water. tell me throw the water. <laughs> yeah. That's just You've been around for 10,000 years. You should know that these cryptic dumbass messages are not the best way to, to communicate. Yeah, and then what's up with just doing this force field thing in the corner and then just like letting it grow more and more until, whoops, he gets a bottle of water and <laughs> yeah. throws it at him. That's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> 
But yeah, I, I think some of these fights, the best fights in here were the fights they added. So reptile fight was a was pretty, pretty good, good fight. Yeah. And then the scorpion fight at the end, that stuff they added was pretty good too. Everything else... I mean, you said you like Liu Kang's first fight where he fought the, the unnamed, the black dude. yeah, just a random dude. Yeah. Which, which I just, honestly, I recognized him from a TV show back when I was growing up oh, on yeah? Saturdays called WMAC Masters, <laughs> which is a martial arts show, which was kind of like wrestling but martial arts. Yeah, and I remember seeing him and a bunch of all those other guys that was there are all like martial arts coordinators and stunt doubles for um, for action movies. A lot of these guys were martial arts stunt doubles that were doing like all the fight scenes and all that and, work. And, like even Scorpion is a is a uh, he was actually a stunt guy and he was doing like pretty good or he he had like a really good martial arts record or something and they seen him doing a little bit of work and they're like hey you want to be scorpion and he's like okay and then they just made him scorpion cuz he wears a mask yeah, all the time he didn't have to say a damn word they nope. just have those like cut recordings of him like get over here and that's or actually like, Ed Boon that's actually the co-creator he's the one who's doing the voices for scorpion like that the guy who co-created Mortal Kombat you know when I was you younger what, what, what did it for me with with those fight scenes was the techno music they added to it. Oh, yeah. It really pumped it. Mortal Kombat! Oh, man. <laughs> Guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even the reptile fight scene, just, just how it starts with that techno Reptile beat. fight scene? That's my favorite fight. I think that's probably my favorite fight out of the whole I'd, thing. I'd say it the... Was, uh, it was pretty good. I'd say the part two of the Johnny Cage and Scorpion fight... Where he goes, welcome. Welcome. He's just kicking him around. You know, you hear Do you have that drop? I do have the welcome drop, but my soundboard doesn't have enough, so I'd have to go oh, switch out stuff. I know we were talking about all the grunts and I noises. Cut, I cut a bunch of stuff, and I could get to it, but it's. I'd have to set another board. Uh, and I mean, I'm just kind of. Uh, well, let me see if I, I can. I think I put it I up. I mean, I know we're talking about all the grunts and all, especially for the Sonya and Kano fight. Johnny Cage and Scorpion fight. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that's it. Well, I got some of that already that I played. I didn't really get. But I did get this. Welcome. Welcome. That that theme song was pretty awesome. Yeah, and then I also, of course, get back to my Mortal Kombat board. I just got a cut of this. Because it's so ridiculous. Is that what you like jerk off to later? Yeah, basically. <laughs> that guy's Australian accent. Oh, Dude, yeah. Kano was ridiculous. He was so stupid. Oh, baby. You miss me, eh? They actually, um, they actually really liked that actor. They had somebody else, and they saw him, and they were like, he's the guy. And that of was course. Kano. And then, I think a couple years later, he died. And so he's dead in real life. And then they were saying that the, they had another guy play Kano and I think the Legacy. Mortal Kombat Legacy. Who and was a great he, martial artist. And then he died like a year he, or so yeah, later after playing Kano as away. well. A couple years later after playing him. He, so yeah, whoever plays Kano dies. He's also in the, um, the second Ip Man movie. Oh yeah, the Ip Man Oh, who's he, he in that movie? He's the, uh, he's the boxer. Oh, really? He's the boxer that beats up Sammo Hung. Yeah, okay. He played Kano in the well, Mortal Kombat Legacy. That. Kind of beat the shit out of Hitman for a little yeah. while there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gave him some trouble. Yeah, he uh, he recently, yeah, he recently passed away like a year ago. Mm. Yeah, 
Oh, baby. So, Hello, Sean, the um, so we get through this. They fight all these fights. Um, they end up at the end going to Outworld because he, uh, Shang Tsung wants to fight Sonya Blade to ensure his win. And so that that was the I didn't understand why it was just so he can get an easy win. And, I believe and so. Oh, That's okay. what I feel like. It was just an easy win because they were like that makes You're a coward and all yeah, that. Because, I mean, it's like, it's like you know, hey, if you think at a business standpoint, you got nine wins. You yeah, that's what I'm left. saying. You yeah. want to get a secure win? You, You're you a sexist. You think you could beat up women, which is probably true because men are biologically built stronger. You know, than yes, women. They, so yes, they are. It's an assured win. So he grabs They probably her, wrote that into the script which, after they found out that which the actress is kinda wanted to do weird. all of her own scenes. Yeah, which is kind of <laughs> weird that he like to, wants to, to f- ensure a win for out for Outworld. <laughs> she wanted her own fight. <laughs> he, he saw her fight Kano and he was like, "Oh yeah, I got this." Shao Kahn will be pleased. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> it's the one from Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just a school teacher and she just recently became a cop yeah <laughs> wait, wait wait I thought the other chick was the school teacher one who the the 10,000 year old princess chick I thought that's who you were talking no. about no we're talking about Bridget Wilson oh no, Bridget Wilson no, I don't want to watch that shit <laughs> no her she's played in a couple of different stuff too but no she wasn't in Billy Madison oh, okay. no no but Katana was like honestly she wasn't needed in this movie no, they, that was fucking stupid. Yeah, like she she gives him the mystic knowledge about the bucket oh. of water. All right, and then she gives him this. In the Black Tower, you will face three challenges. You must face your enemy, you must face yourself, and you must face your worst fear. Okay. I don't really want to sound sexist, but I was really disappointed that she wasn't wearing her video game costume. Oh, just all her titties <laughs> hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's like, yeah, that's what I want. They would have had to like stuff some balloons in there. Dude, some nipples shit. would be popping out like crazy. So I mean, there's I, no I, way. I'm okay with this. <laughs> but so she gives them that. This is like because most of this movie we don't. It's, it's just it's a fighting term. It's just fighting. It's yeah, just a there's fighting. There's not tournament. a whole lot of rhyme or reason. Yeah, it, it, but I think that's where this movie does win, and why I think it went over so well. Like it has less of a plot than I think Street Fighter did. Like Street Fighter yeah. tried to be a little more complicated than this. this. This movie just was like, it's a tournament. They're fighting to save the world. Is it? That's it. Is it me or this movie was pretty much a '90s version of Enter the Dragon? Yeah, it was. There's a lot of things similar to Enter the Dragon to this. That, that's movie. how I saw this movie. Yeah, Enter they copied the a lot of stuff. Except Enter the Dragon does not suck. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Okay. <laughs> I, just wanna... I, I really wanted somebody to say that. <laughs> so awesome. at the end. You know, Katana gives Liu Kang his three, like, you need to face your enemies, which no shit. Stop being yeah. cryptic, you face stupid 10,000-year-old oh. bitch. And, and this this is Liu Kang facing himself. Is that all you've got, sorcerer? Liu Kang! I can see into your soul. You will die. Face yourself. You can look into my soul, but you don't own it. That's it. He faced himself. Then he runs up the steps. He runs up the steps, and then it's face your worst fear. I I was. (laughs) I I didn't see like the end of the movie because by that time, my wife was watching it. Because she's 
Didn't I, I mean, and thought, she was like, I fucking hate this movie. So I, I kind of started like zoning out because she started complaining a I lot. I thought they were going to kind of do like the game where, where he faces himself. So he's going to fight a Robin shoe in a different color pants. That would have been awesome. But no. Instead, it's, it's he like just player makes one a, versus player two. Yeah, he, he yeah. just makes a quick comment about like, "You're not gonna take my soul," and then he walks up the steps. He faced himself. Good there job. There you go. Good there job. It is. Thank Nobody you. Ever. Thank. <laughs> thanks for that, Katana. Thank you for giving me the mystic messages so, I need. All right. So early on in the movie, uh, he sees Katana, and they're like, he's like making eyes at her, or whatever, some shit. And then I forgot exactly who, but uh, Sang Shung basically, I think it might have been Kano, but anyway, Sang Shung basically says like. We got to do whatever we can to make sure that she doesn't get anywhere near those humans. Because if she gets near those humans, you know, we're screwed. It's going to throw a wrench in the gears. Not too long after that, why the fuck is she fighting Liu Kang? I don't know. Just what so she the hell was that? So, so she can get close to him. So, so she can get as close as possible. Literally mm-hmm. as close as possible. Yep. We cannot let her get close to these people. Next scene, they're wrestling. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> um, I, I know we're just skipping around here, but I just still... I'm, I'm going to go back to it. The dining room scene. That was my favorite. Where... Well, they they're just pretty, start turning over they're, tables they're, they're and prepping shit. The meal, they're yeah. prepping all the feasts for these guys. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, guys, go ahead, sit there and eat. But first, we're going to give you a demonstration. All these dudes run in and flip over all their all shit. All that food that was, is just that flipped over. Best, Can you imagine the guys back in the kitchen like, what the fuck? God <laughs> damn it. Are you serious? They probably were like, we're not going to eat any of this shit anyways. You see how ripped we are? we got to keep like, this geez. up. <laughs> Jeez, again. Yeah. That ninja. That, that was... I My think I, I think when <laughs> he shattered moves. the pieces, I kind of wondered if like his buddies ran up like, oh man, I wonder if Larry's. A- oh my God, Larry! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what what happened? He, he, it's like he what? He he did what? <laughs> He's been. Pre- He's been preparing for his whole life. Are How you long did he serious? last? Uh, he lasted like seven seconds. Are like, you serious? He just wrote to his mom the other day. I'm not telling his mom. Oh my, oh my God, Larry. Oh, oh my God. Someone ship his head over there and hope it doesn't melt. Well, um, it, it's weird since I mentioned that. Uh, I, I said that at work. Where I work, there's a guy who's like a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and I yeah. told him that same thing. So now, him, him, myself, and somebody else are thinking about trying to do a cartoon called Mortal Kombat: The Return of Larry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Where the premise is, uh, it takes place in the Nether Realm, and the Nether Realm is actually there's a bar called Nether Realm, and. Um. And uh, it's pretty much where Noob Cybot, who is the original Sub-Zero, is just sitting there with all the other people from Netherrealm. And then you see Larry and all his buddies from the Brotherhood of Shadow, <laughs> where he's just like, hey, you remember that guy? Remember what he did? Yeah. Hey, you remember this? Yeah. I should have yeah. got that. I wish you would have mentioned that to me. I would have got his fight scene clip. Yeah. And then you see Noob Cybot just look at him, look at him with his drinks. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> and so he gets he goes fight me he runs and jumps at him and new Cybot just his shadow comes out grabs him and sights him there you go and, and then they're just like, like whoa man he said he's gonna fight <laughs> oh my god Larry <laughs> are you serious 
He's been pairing that for like a hundred years. Somebody make that happen. Let's just get this going. Yeah, we, we're we're talking about it. And we we we're actually talking about it, and we want to work on that. Well, here's a couple of so of course just to finish it up because we were jumping around, but we were kind of towards the end with that um, Shang Tsung thing. They have the fight, faces himself, faces his fear. There's like a little fight scene between them, and you know hits Shang Tsung in the spikes. He's dead. Everybody's happy till Shao Kahn pops up and he's like, I've come for your souls. Ah! And then it's just ready for the second. Best scene of the movie. To me, it's to me it's one of the best scenes of the movie because at the time, I really just wanted Shao Kahn to come out and then everybody's just like, yeah, let's fight him. And then I'm thinking, the sequel is going to just blow our minds. Yeah. And the entire time I'm thinking, and because it, it ends with yeah, the end song yeah. and it's just like, this is awesome. I can't wait for the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I remember from the second movie is someone gets their head bit off by a gargoyle or some shit like that. Jade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Jade was actually supposed to be in this movie. Actually, we're going to get into that. This is some of the little trivia facts and stuff like that about this movie. So we'll get into that and uh, see what you have to say. Uh, Brandon Lee was originally cast to be uh, Johnny Cage. Yeah. But then he died. You know, yeah, in the he crow. did die. So yeah, yeah. No, he but he, he was, died like a year early. Yeah, so he was actually supposed to be Johnny Cage. So I don't know what that would have done to that, but it probably been... It wouldn't have helped anything. Yeah, probably not. Uh, but, I, uh, okay. Because honestly, Johnny Cage's character was probably one of the best characters. At least the most entertaining. Yeah. Everybody was just pretty much bleh. Yeah. Um, originally, the character of Kano was Japanese American. However, Ed Boon and John Tobias were so impressed with how Trevor Goddard portrayed him that they retconned Kano's history and future games to make him Australian, which they thought was Goddard's nationality. Later, <laughs> later they learned That's that they although thought. Goddard gave Kano an Australian accent, Goddard himself was actually born in England, but had claimed to be of Australian descent. <laughs> Wow. So I don't know what that's about, but that's what happened. He, he, and I don't know if I'm messing his name up, but it's it looks like Goddard, G-O-D-D-A-R-D. Maybe he Goddard. Was, he, Goddard. Was, he was more like Kano Dundee. The, yeah, films, the film soundtrack went platinum in less than two weeks. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skate countries badass. everywhere was playing that song. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme turned down the role of Johnny Cage to do Street Fighter. So... I mentioned that. Bridget Wilson, which was the Sonya Blade, performed all her own stunts, refusing to use a double, <laughs> up to and including the fight scenes. That was awful. The whole fight scene, I was like, this, as soon as she's like, I, th- I remember right, as soon as she like took her like fighting stance and she like put her arms up, I was like, what the shit is that? <laughs> and it was just like, no, she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. And yeah. it's. It's it's very satisfying <laughs> to have that to have that confirmed. Yeah, Steven Spielberg, an avid fan of video games, in particular the Mortal Kombat series, was set to make a cameo appearance. Appearance. He was going to be the director in Johnny Cage. Oh yeah, yeah, like, like right in the beginning because right. it opens up with him yeah. doing a movie spot. Let's dance. Yeah, you, and they're doing. The you can kind of tell because the director looked kind of like Steven. They Spielberg. did. They said that they tried to make somebody. They got somebody to resemble Spielberg. Why didn't like, they just get Spielberg? Couldn't afford well, him. No, no, that's not what happened. It was scheduling conflicts that forced him to back out. Uh, so the director they got just resembled Spielberg. 
I seriously doubt they could afford him. Chris. It sounded like he wanted to do it. Chris Casamassa. I guess I say his name. Casamassa. Chris Casamassa is actually Red Dragon from WMAC Masters. Oh, okay. Well, he was hired as Scorpions. a stunt ninja. At the audition, the producers were so impressed he got the part of Scorpion. He also played the part of Scorpion in the uh, Mortal Kombat TV series as well. I didn't know that um, was a TV series. Robin, uh, Robin, don't, Robin. don't look it up. Robin Shu no. originally turned down. It's <laughs> like, please. <laughs> Robin Shu originally turned down the opportunity to audition for the movie, assuming that he'd be cast as a stereotypical Asian villain. He consider he reconsidered the vice of his agent. Um, Cameron Diaz was actually set to play Sonya Blade. That would have been yeah, better. But she broke her wrist before filming and then was replaced by who we got. It probably saved her career. <laughs> I don't know. That's the, that's that's probably not true because Mortal Kombat was actually well received. Yeah. It made a lot of money. They made a sequel because of it. It's it's recognized as one of the best video game movies made. And I think for the time, that was true. I think for the time in the 90s, I mean, they nailed everything as far as it being a game adaption. There was a, a Mortal Kombat all in it. The biggest problem, I think, was... Well not, well, not the biggest. One of the problems with this movie was the fact that you had to be knowledgeable of Mortal Kombat to really to appreciate, to appreciate yeah. the movie. Because there, if you went in there, because I was watching this movie thinking like, what if I didn't know anything about Mortal Kombat? This movie would be bonkers. <laughs> they would got on a boat. There's like spirits, people taking souls. There's like guys shooting out things out of their hands and freezing people. No reason it's, whatsoever. It's, There's a reptile creature that turns into a person to fight. And it's like... What? This girl is 10,000 years old, and you just said so, that, and yeah. it's like, okay. <laughs> just accept it. Yeah, yeah just accept That's what this movie does. It's like, oh, this is like this. Yeah, Don't worry it's, about uh, it. It's oh, pretty, yeah, that? Don't worry about it. It's pretty yeah. much Into the Dragon on two hits of ecstasy. Yeah, basically. It's, like It's just, it, there's it's no like explanation for anything. It's a psychedelic trip. Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. That's kind of what this movie is. Totally off topic. Wasn't Into the Dragon the one where... He was fighting. That was Bruce Lee fighting yes. that uh, guy with the claw. The, no, yeah, that was that movie. But wasn't that the scene where he was fighting like this white dude? Ohana. And all right, while they were filming, that dude like cut Bruce Lee's arm, like with a bottle. There's a scene where they fight with like a broken bottle, and while they were filming, they cut his arm, and then you know he was he just kind of didn't make a big deal out of it. And that scene where they fight later. And it's like this that scene where Bruce Lee has that like running sidekick and like hits him into the crowd and everything. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee actually kicked him. <laughs> yeah. Broke his ribs and I think he broke his arm. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you can see when like when you watch it knowing that, you see him fall into that group and he's just like those guys are trying to catch him and everything. And it's like, <laughs> shit, Bruce Lee kicked the did you, shit out of that. Did you guy. know Jackie Chan is also in that movie? No. And Bruce Lee fights him? What? Yeah, it's it's two seconds. It's like one of the it's one of the henchmen, uh, because there's like a bunch of dudes that are just throwing themselves at Bruce Lee, and one of them, Bruce Lee, actually grabs him by the head and he pulls him back. And you can see that it's Jackie. You can Chan. see it's Jackie Chan. Oh. Anyway, that was totally off topic. Go, um, check, go check it out. The original watch that movie. The, the original screenplay for the film uh, was more faithful to the game, and that it had graphic violence and strong language, and it was going to be R-rated. Why didn't they do that? 
That, you know, that's all the Mario supposed to be R-rated. Why? I don't know. But that was supposed to be R-rated. But see, that doesn't make sense. It's this the, would have made sense. This would have made sense. But all these movies, Street Fighter was also supposed to be R-rated. All that these movies had R-rated scripts. But but the point is, like, this is like the third or fourth movie we've done that was like in the '90s, and it had an R-rated script originally, yeah. and got toned down to PG-13. Why so, audience? I, that's what I'm assuming. Because you know they did that with more. the mask too. The mask is based off a of comic. Well, the book original content super is really violent. Yes, yeah. and so they toned it down to PG-13, and it got to a wider audience, and it was a success. Yeah, all and the- you know what? For that instance, Mortal Kombat. Even if you look at now and says this is crap, at that time was great, and it did over a hundred million dollars. In the box office on a twenty-four million dollar budget, that, the merchandise so, and everything. Yeah, so I mean, you and then that song too went platinum from the movie. Like so everything, every, everybody, went, everybody went out and bought that soundtrack for that song. Yeah, not knowing that bands like Ramstein is on that same CD. Oh yeah, but you're just like, oh, but, but let's play the first song. Yeah, the locations in Thailand were so remote that they were only accessible by boat. So the cast, crew, and equipment had to be transported by long canoes. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a lot of work for this movie. Uh, it enjoyed a three-week run at the top of the uh, box office in America. Jesus so for three Christ. weeks, it was at the top of the box office in America when it first yeah, came out. it was nuts. Um, on-set injuries were surprisingly minimal despite the amount of action involved. The worst injury was when Lyndon Ashby mildly bruises kidney in one of the fight scenes. That's not like it was the worst. Who was that? That's Johnny, Cage. Johnny Cage. Oh, Johnny Cage. Yeah. Uh, okay, Luke. No, nah, I'm not worried about that one. This is about a special moves. We all know that shit. If you play games and stuff, you know what special moves he did. Um, okay, scripted but not filmed was a scene where Shang Tsung allowed the combatants a night to bury Art Lean and mourn his loss. That's the black the guy. random black guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy that. Why fought were Goro. we supposed to care about that motherfucker? I don't know. Like, I, you know, he, so because he had a conversation with Johnny Cage. Yeah, like they they just need they just needed a character to sacrifice. Yeah, because you saw him talk to Johnny Cage, and they just had a small little conversation. They just clicked. They and were then like you saw buddies. him way later on in the fight yes. with Goro. That was it. I mean, if if he was in and out throughout the movie, and then he dies. Okay. I would have maybe yeah, cared. Right. It's yeah, but no, that was you just meet him once, and then next time you see him, he gets his ass beat by Goro. Actually, I'm trying to find it right now. Give me one second. Um, I think this is it. Yeah, I wanted to get this one because um, this is like their reaction when that guy dies. I think this is Wasn't it. it? <laughs> Good old Sonya. Yeah, yeah screaming Sonya. like, no, and then the funny part about that to me was, I don't think Sonya had a line of dialogue to that guy. No, nope. but <laughs> when he dies, so yeah, go figure. So anyway, I'm sure she turned to John and said, "Don't you know that guy? Actually, I do." No. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, do we care about this guy? <laughs> in the scene, they buried him at the Garden of Statues underneath the statue of Kung Lao. This is the only place where Kong Lao appears in any of the movies. Also scripted but not filmed was a battle between Sonya Blade 
and Jade. Thank God. So Jade I couldn't have another fight with Sonya Blade. Yeah, they it looked like they just gave her one fight. I think that's they, all she they, had. They saw how shitty it was, and they were like, yeah, nah. yeah. yeah. Well, she had the fight with Kano, and then she fought with, as a group with uh, Liu Kang and Johnny Cage when, when they got, when they all when they got ambushed after the diner. After yeah. the diner, yeah, they all that was the up. only other time you saw her fight. Yeah, um, which was for the best. Let's see, Liu Kang. Oh, this is I think funny. So. Liu Kang was supposed to duplicate the acrobatic flips of Sub Zeros down the ramp during their fight. So you know when they were Sub Zero was flipping down that ramp, they gave him one random like like cartwheel thing. Wait, wait, wait! And this I was this, like, this well, is what happened. Sub Zeros, uh, he's supposed to uh, duplicate the acrobatic flips of Sub Zeros down the ramp during the fight, but Robin Shu couldn't pull it off successfully. After a few takes, instead of the acrobats, he just ran down the ramp yelling like a maniac. They just used that shot. <laughs> See, I don't remember that scene you're talking about. No, no, you don't remember when he ran down the ramp going like, yeah! Because they were fighting on that top part. And then they come down the ramp where the bucket of water is. Yeah. And Sub-Zero is flipping down the ramp, and Liu Kang just runs down the ramp. Oh. I, I, yeah, I, just, I remember there, there, was, there wow. was some scene... Yeah. In the middle of that fight, and it was like, it, it was just like they they mashed it in, and it was just him doing a cartwheel over like some little object, and then like, whoosh, and then it just went back to fighting. And I was like, why the fuck was that there? Like it didn't it didn't fit. I thought that's what you were talking you know, about. No, now I'm thinking about it. But uh, like in this generation now of movies coming out, I see actors actually training for certain parts like that now. Oh yeah, like. Totally random movie, the the Batman vs Superman movie, yeah, where they actually made Ben Affleck gain like pounds of muscle. Oh yeah, he got because they well, they had that workout that scene in there. He was yeah. a fucking beast. Yeah, back in the nineties, just like mm. yeah, they were just like part. Eh, yeah, okay. no, yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're good. We'll just have to stunt. Oh, this right. is pretty great. Sean Connery was the first choice for Raiden. <laughs> the other Highlander. <laughs> yes. That would be hilarious to hear Sean Connery delivering those lines of Raiden. Show sure, you know you will offend an outcome of the tournament. <laughs> Hot shingles, you say. Yeah. Um, Robin Shu said the original script. He was supposed to fall in love with Katana. Mm-hmm. He said he was looking forward to it, but they thought we had so much action. We don't want to add romance to it, so they cut it out. So I guess there was more scenes with yeah Katana. because they had that first scene out. where they where he saw her and he was like making eyes at her making a thing out of it and then they just kind of like psh, didn't make anything out yeah, of it yeah didn't Johnny Cage say something to him about her about her being out of his league because a, she's ten thousand years old when a woman old. no when a woman looks at it like that that re- really means something and then they walk away <laughs> the stunt ninjas were actually planned to be. The uh, Tarkatan? The Tarkatan? Tarkatan. Tarkatan. That's how you say it. I don't know what that is. Baraka. That's the Baraka guys. The guys that look like Baraka. It's Baraka's uh, race. Yeah. Oh, like the big teeth? Yeah. Yeah, the sharp teeth and the blades it's, that it's come a, out of there. Like, it's pretty much yeah. Molina, half Tarkatan, half Yeah. Human. Yeah, so they were actually supposed to be that, but I'm assuming it was probably way too much money with the effects or with the costume designs probably. and stuff. Just made them some So they were just like, give them, give them red ski mask and then have them wet out their shirt so they look swole as shit, and that'll be good enough. Sp- yeah. Spray sprayed them all with oil. Make them run down the hallway yeah. and spray them with oil. Um, this opened at the top of the box office with $23 million. 
nearly eight times more than the week's other new release, The Babysitter's Club. I don't so, know what that is. How the hell did it beat The Babysitter's Club? What is I, The Babysitter's Club? I'm not sure. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's based on a, like, a little novelty books. Oh, oh yeah, those little books. It was yeah, kind of like yeah. the Hardy Boys and then the yeah. uh, Babysitter's Club. <clears throat> it's not ringing any right. bells. Um, you probably didn't read when you were a kid, right? I didn't read it all. I didn't know how to read. There you go. Oh. I just yeah. learned like now 20 I feel minutes like a ago. Dick, he's insane. That <laughs> yeah. I take it back. I'm sorry. Gregory McKinney replaced Steve James as Jax, who died a year before production of the film. Oh. Uh, then Gregory McKinney later died in '98. Oh. Both actors died at 41. So Jax and Kano are like death notes. Wow. There you go. Wow, well, no, cool. not really, because Jax was then played by Michael Jai White in uh, the second one. Yeah. And then he also played him in the legacy one too. Jax. What is this legacy movie? I didn't know there was this a, it's a, it's a YouTube channel. We actually will oh, probably, we'll okay. probably cover that in this. All right, like, so that was an actual thing because all I saw were like teasers and like trailers. Well, okay, there things. was a trailer, right? And they were talking about doing it as a movie. But then I guess they, I don't know if they just couldn't get the funding or something, yeah, but they decided, never mind, we're just going to do like YouTube videos. But now That's they're, it. now okay. they're, so then the they did these YouTube videos. They released like, by like, okay, Two this seasons. is Scorpions and this is Sub-Zero's and this is Liu Kang's yeah. and this is Kung Lao's. Each episode. And they were like more realistic and grimy. Yeah, that was and, the one uh, where they were, the, the trailer was like, they were in like an interrogation room or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're actually not bad, especially if you consider like, oh, these are just little YouTube videos. It did two seasons. They did it two did, seasons and they actually sell it as like a Blu-ray disc. Like I seen it at Best Buy. They were like, oh, you can wow. buy the latest. And, and I actually get to meet Johnny Cage too, in person. Woohoo. Casper Van Dien. Woohoo. Starship Troopers. Woohoo. Um, this is a big deal to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As of April 2014, the film sits as the fourth highest grossing video game adaption ever released behind Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, Jeez. and Pokemon, the first movie Mewtwo Strikes Jeez. Back. So what do you think about the reboot that they're working on? Um, for what? Mortal Kombat. I've heard about it, but I haven't really seen much on it. Um, but I have been hearing some stuff like they're wanting they to get, do They're giving movie. it to James Wan. Okay, I heard that. I did. Giving it to who? James, James Wan. Wan. He's the guy who did Fast and Furious 7. Uh, Saw. And he did, he Saw did the... Um, he's done the some Conjuring, decent stuff. Insidious. Yeah. Those are some big movies. Yeah, okay. he's done yeah. some pretty good stuff. And now they're giving him Mortal Kombat. Um, Reptile was originally not included in the movie, but was added in response to focus groups being unimpressed with the original fights in the film. Robin Shu and Paul W.S. Anderson noted that neither knew what Reptile's lizard form would look like until after filming, making the pre-fight sequence difficult to shoot. So, Well, nobody knew what his reptile form looked like. Yeah. And in fact, this is a little more on that, too. It looked like shit. So the film... It looked really bad. Yeah, yeah, Reptile looked. It looked terrible. In the the video game, all you saw was his head when he rips his mask off and uses a fatality. You really didn't see any kind of reptilian form. I didn't know that. Um, The film was actually going to come out in May, but was pushed to August. And it was due to the uh, extensive reshoots to extend the Johnny Cage versus Scorpion fight, as well as add the fight with Liu Kang and Human Reptile. In the original cut, Johnny Cage was supposed to defeat Scorpion with the Shadow Kick in the forest, 
uh, as opposed to being sucked into the portal created by the ladder. You said you can uh, notice this when the fight uh, does indeed end with the aforementioned kick. They said even in early TV spots of the film show Cage making contact with Scorpion and no portal appearing. I do remember that. As for the reptile scene, it originally ended with rep the with his reptilian form being sucked into the gargoyle body, but not actually morphing into the green ninja. So it just ends with him grabbing him and like throwing. Basically, him. that end scene. You remember when he kicks him and then he falls into the body and the body like yeah. kind of grabs. That's exactly what was supposed to happen. But and that then was they it just, for reptile. Yeah, but then they just <laughs> added this whole fight thing in the middle of which it. worked so, really well. Yeah. So yeah. Ju- so just curious. When Johnny Cage and Scorpion goes to the portal, now, did they end up in, like, Scorpion's lair on the island, or they went they straight to hell? Realm? They went straight to hell. You know, that looked like the construction set for uh, Mario, Super Mario Bros. Just all the, like, fungus-looking right, stuff. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so you're telling me to get away from everybody else. Yeah. They, they teleported to... The set of Super Mario Brothers, so nobody would see them fight. Because <laughs> I kept wondering, I was like, okay, they went to the portal and they're fighting. That's awesome. Wait a minute, where are they? Yeah, who is doing they... construction in here? And then yeah. I'm like, where is this Mario? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, all right, so he defeats Scorpion. How, does how he get the fuck out? did he find his way yeah, back? Yeah, how did he get back? That's Doesn't a matter. good question. Doesn't no, he matter. just leaves his autograph. How, how did he get go? into the into the forest in the first place? Yeah, they didn't show that either. He just he's appeared. just in the forest. I didn't even know there was a forest on that island. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at. That was yeah, a forest of like endless trees. Yep. Now they said that ironically, those two fights they added uh, considered to be the best in the film, and they say it's most likely because Robin Shu was the exclusive fight choreographer. For the reshoots, as opposed to Pat Johnson, who was originally credited for the for the original fights. Yeah, so Pat Johnson did all the fights, the choreography for the fights. But, but Robin Shue, Robin Shue, reptile, the and... reptiles, and the second part of Scorpion's huh. fight, and those came out better. Yes, they did. Uh, Michael Jai White was actually going to play that Jack's role. I would assume if they got him, he would have a bigger part in this movie, a much bigger part. But he left in order to do Tyson. And uh, Tyson came out in 1995. He would eventually end up betraying Jax later in the other movies. Um, he had a bigger role in the other movie. If I remember right. Jax had like a whole fight with the the, with the yellow robot dude. Uh, Cyrax. Yeah. Yeah, he, in, in that movie, he actually did act more like the uh, commanding officer for Sonya Blade other than just background noise. Oh, this is Don't actually kind of phone. funny. This is this is actually um, according to the film, the Outworld would have won nine straight victories in Mortal Kombat and only needed one more in order to take over the Earth. Given that the tenth tournament takes place in '95, this means that the Earth Realm have been participating since 1725, because the battle taking place a generation, which is 30 years. Each generation they have a Mortal Kombat tournament. So every 30 years. So if you count back nine generations, their first battle was 1725. So <laughs> where's that movie? That's what I want to see. <laughs> that see. is what I want to see. Let me see that movie in 1725 where they're in like the year Mortal 1725. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Shaolin tournament. Um, Mortal Kombat. I think, I think that's about it. 
Oh, um, and I have this one thing I thought was interesting. And this is the last, um, oops. The last thing I have from uh, Ed Boone, where he talks about the movie in that interview. I know you got to do, uh, you got to voice Scorpion in the film, yeah, but were you otherwise, was you and your team otherwise creatively consulted on the movie at all? Um, similar to like the acclaimed thing, but not like, you know, an official, you know, you can't make the movie without these right. guys approving it. Um, we, had, we had some pretty interesting discussions, you know, they, they, they were, they, they had some pretty wild like suggestions for characters. I remember them saying, you know, they wanted Danny Glover to be Raiden, you know, and they had, you know, so they had some pretty. I'm too old for this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they had, um, Why didn't you we know, get that? Kano <laughs> right. uh, originally just had like a pirate eye patch and they would screen it for, you know, we were like, you know, no, 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 he's got to have the big plate. And they would screen it for people like, you know, focus groups and right. they would say, you know, no, that's, you know, like, you know, players were like fanatics at, you know, like, you know, that is not Kano. He does not have an eye patch. He has this. And so they're okay, okay. And so that, that course corrected them. Yeah, so why don't we have the movie where Donald Glover or Danny Glover, Danny Glover, Danny Glover is Raiden and uh, Mel Gibson is Liu Kang? And it's a, it's a, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how we're going to be Shang Tsung. I don't, oh, don't, don't, don't do it, Riggs. Don't, 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 don't do it, Liu Kang. Don't do it, Riggs. I mean, uh, uh, what, what movie are we in right now? I, I don't know. If, if I don't know what movie we're in, I'm just going to go nuts. I'm just, just going to blow my brains out right here. Right no, no, don't, 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 don't do it. Uh, I'm getting too old for this. I've got to tell you something. You guys did great. <laughs> That's coming from the Highlander. There you go. So, anyways. That was my fan theory. That's a little bit on the, that. So, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff for this Mortal Kombat movie. Um, let's go ahead and rate it. So, Timmy... I'm pretty sure you lost a lot of lives from what you said. Uh, I lost four. <laughs> four. Yeah. Damn. I was just God. The only scene was the the fucking the banquet when they're all sitting around and then Shao Kahn, Sha, uh, Sang Shang is like, "Let's give you a little taste of what's to come," and they just charge in and start flipping all the tables and shit. That had me cracking up. That was it. That scene really made me hungry. What about you? How many lives lost, Ryan? I'll go ahead and be that guy. Um, I only lost one. Yeah. The only reason I... Tim's shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I lost one, because even though watching it, yes, it kind of doesn't hold up today, me being an adult and everything, but I realized, man, I really cherished this movie in my, my entire childhood. Yeah. And I, I remember growing up wanting to see it all the time. I used to beg my mom to get order the uh, pay-per-view just so I can watch it. Yeah. That was Street Fighter for me. I used to always go to the library and look for Street Fighter. It's, yeah. I, um, I'm going to say I lost two lives on this one. Okay. Uh, it's definitely worse than what I remember. Yeah. Um, but I think this movie would have been better if it was done, which of course it couldn't have been done because the game didn't come out to the nineties. But I feel like this movie, if it had an eighties like aura to it or style to it, like it'd been a cult classic. I, I think you, it, I think it would have held up better throughout time if it was just known as oh one of those eighties movies. But it was in the nineties, and it it was like 
it was played up too serious and too real to uh but not violent to because like if it would have been done where they were like this is silly and we're having fun with it i think it would have held up better but everybody's performances and everything in it were too serious and if they tried to make the movie too real for the crazy batshit things that happen in this movie. I mean, you have a guy, Garo, getting punched in the nuts. like, and it, But it's like the movie's played so serious, and then here's this crazy zany part on how... Which, I mean, they, they gave fan service. This movie was just fan service. It was like, oh yeah, this is just like the game. You know, Johnny Cage does a split and kick him in the nuts. Johnny Johnny Cage does the shadow kick. Uh, Scorpion shoots his arrow. He says, "Get over here!" Yeah, like yeah, that's just, there. So Zero freezes people. Tidbits. And they kind of snuck in like fatalities. Like that guy who gets frozen and shattered into pieces yeah. is essentially like a fatality, just without any blood. Like it's just you know his head sitting there, and you know Shang Tsung. I think what he says, flawless victory. I think yeah. that shit cracked me up. Yeah. But that's from the game. All that's yeah. yeah. When, when they made him do the announcements like that, oh my god! I totally forgot about that. So you just mentioned it, but yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah. So when you screen finish him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Your soul is mine. Yeah. All those kind of things. Um, yeah. I, I, I'd have to say, like, I I kind of get why this movie. I think it 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 dumbed down the plot and stuff, and it just kept it simple, and it gave gamers at that time like this is what you like want it's not good but it's like it hits all the notes kano like like i said they were going to give kano an eye patch like a pirate but they gave him the metal plate with the red eye like they did all those things where all these characters felt like straight from the game just about like and i think that's why this movie was received so well at that time from gamers because yeah. the movie the game was at its height it was at the highest point of its time well, and it, then the movie comes out yeah no, I was going to say at least they didn't do like Street Fighter where at some point in the movie they all had to wear their costumes from the video game yeah they said here you go and I think actually with Street Fighter that movie I think it kind of because Street Fighter came out I think like 93 and I think 94 94 and well, and the and Mortal Kombat came out a year later. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. not the first Mortal Kombat game. Yes. No, no, no. Not the game. The movie. Street Fighter. No, I'm talking. No, no, no. Okay, I'm talking about the game. So Street no, Fighter, the game. the game. Street Fighter Two. I think came out ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, like nine, about ninety two. Yeah. So and you Mortal had, Kombat dropped in ninety three. Yeah, ninety three. But then Mortal Kombat Two came out. I think in ninety four. Ninety four, and then the movie's oh five. And so and then, the hype train. Then Mortal Kombat three came out right after in ninety five. And this is the other thing too. Mortal Kombat was getting that hype train from the news and the media with the violence and everything the ESRB like that. And so I think all that played into why this movie was successful. Where like Street Fighter, on the other hand, failed. But I think it's kind of a better movie, Street Fighter, in the sense that yeah, it doesn't get all the characters right. And I think that's one thing that hurt Street Fighter is because like Mortal Kombat got all of its characters right. Street Fighter, I think, kind of missed the boat on its characters to a degree. On some. Oh, yeah, on some. But I like think Sagat. That was stupid. Well, Sagat, yeah. Um uh, e Honda, I think they kind of missed it with him a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It nailed Zangief. Um Zangief, Zangief was cool. Vega. Yeah, Vega was cool, but then a lot of these characters also didn't have that much going on not like 
I think Mortal Kombat, where you got a lot of Luke Kane, Johnny Cage, and, and Sonya, at least for that most part, and Shang Tsung, you got a good bit of him. Now, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, all them just kind of came and went. But it also followed the trajectory of the game. Like, this is a tournament. This is a thing. Like, Mortal Kombat fit that this is the movie of the game, and this is, like, everything here. And to me, I think that's that's the only reason why. I think, I think that's why it was successful the way it was. And then, of course, the Mortal Kombat. I mean, yeah. the, the, only, the only way I would really think, like, at the time that... If certain fans didn't like the movie, because if they were huge fans of Scorpion Sub Zero, because mm-hmm. I I know they didn't get a whole lot of screen time, and they were pretty much killed by the main characters. Yeah. So, <coughs> um, which is funny too, because they were both killed, but then in the second movie they both come back. But I think Sub Zero comes back. Sub Zero is a different Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. I think the same Scorpion. Well, Scorpion back. was just a skeleton, so I mean, right. Yeah, you, just, you can, you can he's definitely a, he's argue. A, he's a Spectre, yeah. so yeah. he can come back whenever. So, um, and he even explains to Luke Kang why he's back. Oh, he talks in the second. No, I'm talking about Sub Zero because oh. he pops up to help them, and Luke Kang goes. Wait, didn't I kill you? And he's just like... He's like, actually, a, he's like he, a good guy in the second Yeah, he movie, goes, right? uh, actually, no, it, it's my brother. Uh, long story. Yeah, I'll explain him, later. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right? so... Well, I think also Street Fighter did what Mortal Kombat Annihilation did. Where I think this Mortal Kombat was kind of like... They didn't go too offhand with all the character dumps. Annihilation just dumps... All the Mortal Kombat characters in the movie was like nothing, and Street Fighter I felt like did that too. Like oh, DJ, yeah. and it wasn't DJ old. was just a guy by the computer. He didn't even fight. Uh, Vega had like one fight scene at the end. So got like one. T Hawk was just the an ADR worst. line basically. Yeah, he had a couple lines, but nothing much. And same thing with Cammy was just like a side. Like with Street Fighter, they like, oh, here's all your characters, but you don't get to see really anything about those characters. And Mortal Kombat kind of like, well, here's these three, and we're going to focus on these three, and they'll fight some of these other characters that you recognize, but I felt like there's a better focus on the characters everybody likes from the game. So, I, I, I think that's about it. I think, I think that's, and I, and I give it a two. Uh, I think for that time, I could see why it's big. Now, though, it just does not stand the test of time. It doesn't. Compared to what they can do with it now. Yeah, just no. It's it's and when you look at the script and everything, it's just all this stuff just kind of thrown together, and there's no reason why we're on this boat for a tournament because, and you know, we go in the Earthworm. Well, why they why can't they just go without tournament? I don't know. Like, well, yeah, but they don't say that to the second movie. The second movie gives like more like, oh, this is why there's these gods, and Raiden's one of these gods, and they kind of give some of that in the second movie. In the first one, though, there's just you know, a lot of, a lot of things, are, they kind of mention it or it's said in the movie, like, oh, this is why, but... Here it is. It's, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff like, like this. And, you know, Scorpion could do this. And, oh, yeah, we just froze a guy, he shattered him into pieces. And, yeah, you thought you were just going to a regular tournament, but people are dying, and it's no big deal. It's just no big deal. Oh, you're seeing people's souls taken out of their body. Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, like, 
all this stuff is like in like if real life you'd be like what the I fuck? didn't sign up for this shit yeah like <laughs> you just took his soul like is it God only one that's supposed to do that I'm out <laughs> uh, yeah like it's crazy thought you've seen it all yeah so does anybody have any last words on this movie as we put it to rest and go for the second movie Johnny Cage when he when he fights Goro he punches him in the dick right yep the scene before that, I was talking to Ryan a little bit about this before we came in here. Uh, the scene before that, he's talking with his little posse, with Luke Kang and Sonya Blade, and he's like, guys, I got a plan, right? You, all right, you, you remember that? I actually have the scene cut, um, but I didn't play it, where him and Sonya Blade have this, like, they're only, because they're played up to have this relationship wait, in the wait, movie. You're, you're not talking about the scene where she starts, like, calling him names and goes, oh, you forgot good looking. Oh yeah, that one. I have that one. I have that one. But yeah, where he's like, "Don't worry, I've got a plan." Right. So he says he's got a plan. Nobody asks him what the plan is. They're just like, "Okay, you got it." What's his plan? Do a split, punch the monster man in the penis, yeah. run away. Yeah, yeah. That's and then his plan. Kick so, him off a cliff. So what if one of them? I don't even think his plan included the cliff because he got to the cliff and he was like, "Oh shit!" And then he kind of like innovated that. Yeah. Yep. His whole plan was a dick punch. Was a dick punch. That's true. You know what? That's the so. Best plan. So what if <laughs> I just kept thinking? What if one of the other characters would be like, "Oh, what you got, man?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, well." I think he took that plan for the Battletoads. There you go. From our previous yep. episodes, and who's next? So, like, how would that <laughs> well, have gone? Well, it's a good plan. <laughs> how would that have gone if he had to say like, "Oh, well, I was just thinking I was gonna like punch him in." The I was I was gonna like do a split. He, he was thinking those guys have. <laughs> I was I was gonna do a split and punch him in the dick. What, what do you guys think? And they would have been like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my plan is a dick punch." I can do these splits. They're really awesome. They're like, but no, like, watch, watch. Let me show you. Let me show you. Watch this split. Watch this split. And they were like. Oh, you know that by work, you know, like like what? One one thing that popped in my mind, it's kind of off from what the movie is. You know, Luke Kane is like one of Gil and that puss from Katana. That's yeah. ten thousand year old pussy. What kind of conversation? What kind of conversation do you have when it's like, oh, like I've had sexual like when you know when you're dating a girl and you get to the conversation where it's like, well, you know, uh, what are your sexual experiences before? What kind of answer does she have for 10,000 years of dicks? He's no, no. not ready. No. It's, <laughs> He's not it's ready not, for what's going to happen. It's, it's not what kind of answer she has. It's how long of an answer she's going to have. Yeah, like that's going to be like... <laughs> well, there was this one I mean, Tarkatan dude. No, it's not even going to be like that. It's just going to be like... Oh, you thought we were just gonna have sex? Like, <laughs> oh no, I'm, yeah. I'm well beyond that. Yeah, all right, yep. that doesn't do it for me anymore. Yeah. Well, also, what kind of moves? I'm gonna does need she you. Have I'm now. gonna need you to wear yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go in this special room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are all these toys? This is how this I get is, off now. <laughs> this is, this is I, ten thousand. You think sex. yours is gonna work? I've seen bigger. I've seen thicker. Right. I've seen smaller. Like. No, you're going to need this stuff. I, I, call, I call this move the Brotherhood of Shadow. <laughs> in fact, you know what? We're probably going to need five other guys in there. And we're just right. going to... Get some of those monks in here. <laughs> yeah, get some or of those. Yeah, those Take your are... red uh, ski mask off and get in here. Oh, no, keep them on. It, it's, keep that, on. it's that point in your relationship you're, exchange, you're exchanging <laughs> stories. <laughs> it's like there's that one guy. There was that one guy in Realm. <laughs> that doesn't call me anymore. It's been like 20,000 years. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, right. that's too long. It's been 5,000 years and he hasn't called me yet. 
<laughs> I, I saw him the other day by the living trees. <laughs> I hope he's doing well. <laughs> yeah, this fucking movie, man. Like, it's uh, look, two lives lost. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I do own this movie in Annihilation. I bought them both, so that happened. But you get to watch Chun Li right after Annihilation. Jesus. So we look forward to the pictures. <laughs> And uh, I figured uh, if you listen into Who's Next podcast, um, we haven't got word from Eric. I tried messaging him, but so far it's been a week into this weight loss challenge. This challenge we started last week with Who's Next podcast. And uh, go check that out. And you can hear all the stuff we do on that. And um, eight, uh, about eight pounds now in a week. So I think that's pretty strong. Hey man, congrats. Uh, 164, I think, from 172. So, getting it moving. So, I guess you better get on Eric's ass, man. You're going to lose this bet. Oh, I got to see what he's doing, man. Y'all brought pizza over here like a bunch of dicks, and I had a salad. Oh, speaking, so speaking about pizza, I think I might get a slice. Yeah, there you go. You're getting that slice, man. Yeah, well, when I texted you guys, and when you said, like, no, nah, I'm good, I was like, well, that's weird. And then I was like... Wait, no, it's not weird at all. And I was like, dude, I feel like a dick. And then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, but I really want pizza, though. <laughs> I, kind of, I was kind of wondering. I was like, man, maybe I might not order pizza. And I'm like, I can go for a slice. <laughs> like, I told sure. you, I Ryan will probably want one. So I was like, you know, just bring sure. it. I'm not going to like, hey, guys, don't bring this stuff over here because I'm trying to lose weight. That's whatever. Yeah, it's cool. But uh, all right. Well, if you ain't got anything else, we're going to sign out with this. I'm thinking that sequel's gonna be awesome. Don't forget Chun Li. Yeah. Yep. We gotta keep fucking reminding me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>